Grandma got run over by a podcast. Celebrate Christmas with Kathleen. Now it's almost time for Christmas. Thanks for listening. Hi, welcome to Grandma Got Run Over by a podcast with me, Kathleen. My guest this week is Christina. Hello. We're going to talk about claymation Christmas movies. The best ones. This is the last podcast of 2019, so the pressure is on. On Christmas. It is Christmas now, yes. People won't hear it until next week, That's okay. But we are. We know the truth. Fully Christmas regalia right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Is one forty-eight on Christmas Day. Kathleen's wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Christmas-themed sweater. It's fantastic. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I I have several Ninja Turtle <laughs> Christmas sweaters. I feel like I'm the only person without a Christmas sweater collection. You I need have, one. I have zero. I got a new one this year. It is a dinosaur eating a reindeer. Oh, that poor reindeer. It's pretty great, though. I mean, it does sound pretty yeah. hilarious. I like it a lot. <laughs> I haven't worn it yet. I'm going to wear it tomorrow because we're going to my cousin's house for Christmas. Yeah, and also because then Christmas is over so the dinosaurs can eat right. all the it's reindeer. Right. It's time to feast on the reindeer. Yeah, every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So Christina is the reason for Grandma Got Run Over by a podcast. Oh. She talked me into it when we went to a the most wild book signing that we didn't even get the book signed at because yeah. like, it was weird. It was an interesting setup. Yeah. Like, I still like them. Big, I'm big fans. Big yeah. fans, but not a very well-produced show. I don't, no. I, I don't think it was a well-produced no, show. No, I don't... I don't think they knew what they were it's doing. It's weird when you have a Christmas-themed <clears throat> um, book-signing event thing in a... Synagogue? Jewish synagogue? It's a synagogue. And in October. In October. Yeah. It was a strange yeah. one. It was weird. <laughs> I haven't even opened that book. But they played Christmas music the entire they time did. we were in the synagogue, and I it was, was like, you magical. know what? We just gotta go for it. Just gotta yeah. do it. So while we, we were we sitting there, I, I ordered this blue microphone. Mm-hmm. Amazon, thanks. Yeah, and we podcast just, sponsor maybe. We've just really gone to town. <laughs> we're this is the tenth episode of the podcast. Oh, double digits. Yeah, we just like it. Madison yesterday. Happy birthday Happy to my bro. Happy birthday, Madison. Yeah, I was gonna post a podcast that I recorded with Madison, but the audio got corrupted, so I couldn't. We'll just have to hang out with her again. Yes, we'll have to do it again. It was, like, the cutest thing. She's pretty adorable. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to start talking about your favorite stop-motion Christmas specials. Yeah, because I guess they're not technically claymation. I'm right. reading up about it, and they're yeah. like, well, they're actually puppets. And I'm like, well, don't really <clears> have fun. Yes. <laughs> some of them have clay in them. Some of true. them don't. Yeah. So I have a list of the top nine. Okay. So we'll go through the list, and you'll share your thoughts. All right, all right. I I, I know that you have notes. I do have some notes. I did rewatch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, as well as the Santa Red-Nosed Claus. Reindeer. The Red-Nosed. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, and like the general consensus is that Santa's kind of a dick. No. Like sometimes in the earlier films, like he's not as understanding. Well, Historically, historically speaking, yeah. Santa Claus was not very friendly until Coca-Cola in the 1920s decided to use him for their ads, and they are the ones that drew like the red suit, they and they made him jolly, and that Coca-Cola <laughs> is responsible for the Santa you know and love today. Yeah, capitalism. Yes. So congratulations, Coca-Cola. Well done. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. But could be. 
<clears throat> if you want to sponsor us, Coca-Cola, if you want to send us some free stuff. Call me, email me, Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We're very willing to accept any and all sponsorships. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We're not turning anything We're on down. Board. Yeah, even if we don't agree with it, probably yeah. at this point. Hello Fresh, those yeah. they're classic. Quip, podcasts. I love Quip. Have, yeah, come on. I have Quip. quip. I have to at? figure out how to change my Quip. Actually, yeah, that's how you get people to buy Christmas presents that are toothbrushes. Yes. There you go. I think Quip is a great present. I would appreciate not sponsored. Quip. I love my Quip. Yeah. I cannot speak enough about my Quip. I think it's great. <laughs> so the top nine. What are these, so number nine. Are these like all official? This is an official list. Okay. From the internet. Okay. Officially on the internet. Officially on the internet. Got it. So there's that. <clears throat> number nine is one that you recently watched. Rudolph the Red Noosed Reindeer. <laughs> My fave. Yes. The most festive moment per this article, while it's nigh on impossible to choose just one, yeah. the cinematic, the climactic sleigh ride on Christmas Eve still feels even the most bitter hearts with holiday cheer. Feels? Fills? Fills. Who's Phil? Reading's not my first language. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it is a pretty special <clears throat> moment, but it takes them a long time to get there. Well, yeah, because that's kind of the whole plot of yeah, the movie. Yeah, it is the end of the movie. Yes. The other reindeers are pretty rude in the beginning. And Santa's, like, barely in this one, too. He's just in the beginning, and then in the end. He basically just snubs Rudolph and is like, how dare you have a red nose? Yes, and Santa gets involved and makes fun of Rudolph as yeah, well. Yeah, like, that's why I said Santa's kind of a dick. He's very like, rude. He's like, what is this nonsense? It's, you have a red nose? You'll never be one of my reindeer. Get not, out of here. Like, it's Clarice not polite. is the only cool reindeer in this movie. Is Clarice his mom? No, his Oh, no, girl. that's his girl. The, his, his lady friend. His lady friend. Who has the bow, and she's, mm-hmm. like, slightly lighter than the rest of them, a la, like... The Lion King with Simba and Nala. She's like a little bit lighter than him. Do you think that's where the Lion King got it from? Maybe. Or maybe just, I don't know, weird sexism. Like, feminine is lighter. I don't know. I'm not here for that. But she's the only cool one in this movie, like, from the beginning. She's like, I think you're cool no matter what. And he's like, oh my god, someone likes me. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's sweet. I like it. But then they run off on their adventure. And they They go to the Island of Misfit Toys. And they run into Cornelius, who's a wild man. I swear, if he were, like, alive in, mm-hmm. the, in our current society, he would be a hipster 100%. He's got, like, that big mustache, <laughs> and he is... So he would live in Williamsburg. He would 100% live in Williamsburg. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very fair. Yeah. That's just very astute. I would not have thought about that. Yeah, he's got that crazy mustache. He's also a ginger, so it's, like, even more so. And he's got the lumberjack vibe going on. Mm-hmm. He's off by himself. He kind of thinks he knows everything. He does. It sounds very much, you know. <clears throat> He's very, like, he wants all the gold. I can't say shit because I live in Brooklyn, so it's, That's I'm true. there, too. No, I mean, it I, takes one to know one. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I agree. Do you have any more notes on that one, or can we move on to number eight? Um, I know this is one of the ones with the notes, so I would like to give this, it the appropriate well, it's, time. It's also one of my favorites, because <clears throat> also, one of my favorite parts is just that in the beginning, yeah. when he puts... The coal on his oh, nose. Oh, to cover the to cover red. his nose, and it mm-hmm. looks like just it kind of looks like a microphone actually. Oh, but it also makes it sound like he's talking like this. Yes. Like, oh, no, nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> and it cracks me up. And then his dad is a total jerk in the end, and his dad is Donner, which I always forget. But yes, his dad, his dad is an OG. His dad basically was like, "Oh, you'll never fly for Santa in the beginning." 
it'll be. He was not supportive. You're not making me proud. <clears throat> he was not And then supportive. at the end, when Santa changes his tune, yes. he's like, that's my boy! I knew he'd be great from the yeah. beginning. Donner, he didn't. Bad dad. Donner is a liar. Bad dad. I agree. But in the end, you know, happy endings. Of course it has a happy ending. And there's always a giant it's, storm going on in all these movies. That's the Well, it's problem. Christmas. Yeah. It's beautiful out today. It is beautiful out today. <laughs> I'm not wearing shorts, but I could be if I wanted to be. This is not a shorts Christmas, no. It was a few years ago. Yes, it was. It was warmer than... In the 2010s, which are now almost yes. over. The, the aughts. The aughts. Which I think will be the name. The, we we ought to do better. This <laughs> is what it should be. We tried. <laughs> Let's go 2020. Let's go to the 20s. <laughs> Will they be 20s? roaring? We'll see. <laughs> All right, so number two. What's number two? This is number eight, because we're, oh, we're, we're going backwards. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, Rudolph Rednose Rangers number nine. <gasps> number eight is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Mm-hmm. It's your standard non-denomina- <clears throat> non-denominational Christmas story. Non-denominational Christmas story? That's what it story. says. <laughs> A family of elves, fondness of children... Deep and abiding love for wooden toys. This is very festive. <clears throat> the film does mark the beginning of two strange traditions in these movies. This is true. Villainization of Europeans. Right? I have it in my notes. And bizarre obsession with occult magic. And they manifest here in a very creatively named Winter Warlock. Winter Warlock. Which is... What's his name? I, oh, shoot. It's just like... He was like, call me Mr. Winter or something like yes, that. Yes, it's something dumb. But that was my first note. I said, love that the bad guys are German. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a different time. And I was like, I mean, I know that Santa is too, but it came out in the 70s. It came out in yeah. 73, I think. Oh, oh you looked it up. That's I good. I did. I told you I did my research. I love that. Well, this was in 1970. No, I thought it was 73. This particular movie. Oh, okay. Uh, the most festive <laughs> moment in the movie was Chris Kringle sings and gives toys to children. Yes, the children are required to kiss him afterwards, but 1970 was a different time. How did I miss that part? We think, in retrospect, this is also effed up. Yeah. I... The biggest what-the-f moment in this movie? Because mm-hmm. I like that it's included. <laughs> the soon-to-be Mrs. Claus has a sexual awakening when Santa gives her a doll. She then lets down her hair and takes us all on a psychedelic trip through her effed-up imagination. It is a weird part of the movie. Yeah. She, I remember she this has, now. She opens the doll, and it looks just like her. It's got the red hair. Yes, and apparently it makes her feel some type of way. And the, just a single tear rolls down her <laughs> cheek, and she's like, oh, I forgot what it was like to be a child. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, she's in love with this Chris ginger man who came in wearing all red, where no one in the town wears any color whatsoever. Right, because... It was a dark time because before the, Santa the, brought them the joy. Mayor? Some like the 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 king. It was the king who yes, and the kids couldn't have toys to play with toys because he was he terrible. Was apparently abused or something as a child and was not allowed to have toys. Yeah, he, it's like, a dark movie. It. Yeah, it starts off super. Dark. A lot of these are weird movies. Yeah, and it's. I do enjoy like the history of the story of how Santa came to be, but it's also uh-huh. kind of like. These elves were doing fine. They were just <laughs> making toys and whatever. Yeah. And then Santa came in. And Klaus, like, which was like, his original name. That was yes. the, the, he was an abandoned baby Correct. that this family finds yes. and takes him in. And he grows <clears> up and they teach him how to be an elf. And then he takes over their entire business. 
Yeah, he did and kind of... the face of everything. He gentrified the elves' business. That is the second time you've used the word gentrify on this podcast. Um, it's... Your hipster it's is showing. <laughs> but it's true, though. It kinda. is. So, number seven is a movie I have not seen. Uh-huh. I don't know if you have seen it. Which one is this? The Little Drummer Boy? I have, many years ago. I don't think I've seen it in probably, like, seven or eight years. But it's got that little boy with the bowl haircut. And yes, he does have a just... bowl haircut. There's a sheep in the picture. There's a sheep in the picture. Yeah. Is that, oh, that's like his, his sidekick buddy. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Like a group of enraged Bible belters protesting disposable coffee cups. This is a hip. This is gonna be the hipster podcast, apparently. Apparently, Rankin Bass, who make these movies, mm-hmm. would like us to remember that Christmas is a Christian holiday, thus a biblically inspired inspired stop motion film. While it does not ooze the red and green pine scented holiday cheer of other specials, Little Drummer Boy gets appropriate points for actually having to do with Jesus. One could argue that this continues the Rankin Bass obsession with magical spirits and wizards, but we are not getting into that right now. <laughs> That's heavy. Yeah, that one's not as fun <clears throat> as the rest of them, I will say. It's much more history-driven, per se. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> so the most festive moment in this movie mm-hmm. is a child plays the drums you would suck as a Christmas gift today. But I'm sure in ancient Babylonia, it was pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, kids now, if they get a drum, they're not stoked on it. Um, they're like, where's my iPad? I had drums for a while. I enjoyed them. When you were a child. But there were no iPads when you were a child. No. There were not. <laughs> it was after the internet, though. Post-internet, pre I, tr- I tried to play the drums. I tried to be cool for a brief period I mean, of time. Yeah, I got a guitar. It didn't work out for me. Yeah. I mean, that was okay for a brief moment in time. Yeah. Like, there was, like, one summer... Like, yeah, the, killing the drum it. summer. Yeah, and then <laughs> life. And then the internet showed up and we all got Netflix. No, I was already on the internet. <laughs> wasn't doing anything on it, but I could dial up. Yes, you could dial up. <clears throat> Would you like to know the biggest what the F moment? Absolutely. Yeah. Our protagonist. Does it have to do with myrrh? <laughs> Durr. <laughs> Our protagonist is a self-proclaimed nihilist. Who had his parents murdered before his very eyes. Wait. Happy holidays. Oh, when you said who had his parents murdered. No. I thought he didn't have he, them. He got like He did not take man. the hit out of them. No. No. <laughs> Little drummer boy's like, I need to be a star. Trump My Trump parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Amazing. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> oh. oh, yeah, that one wasn't that wasn't on my top. My top no. list. But it is a classic. No. Yes. My, what I keep thinking about now, because it has me thinking of the nativity scene. Yes. And this has nothing to do with you. But (laughs) when I was, like years ago, I went to Disney World with Julie, Gianna, and Maria. Mm -hmm. And we went to the Holy Land experience. Oh, yes. I do remember when we went there. And there is a picture of me in the nativity scene. Like, Mary's got these weird boots on. And, like, she's like, (laughs) it looks like she's singing. It's like... The well, wild. She just gave birth. Yeah, it Without... was just it was just a wild time, yeah. and like now all I can picture is like the little drummer boy with like me in the background of the major, just and I out. cannot focus on anything else right now. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, number six is my favorite. I think mm-hmm. the year without Santa Claus. 
That was a good one. I watched part of that one again recently. It's a very good one. But my favorite part... I do love that song. Honestly. What comes from this one is the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser. Absolutely. Which is... They're both very magical creatures. But the Snow Miser, I think, has better magical powers. Because, because he can create snow? Yes, but he can kind of, like, move things. Because he has, like, the wind ability. And he can, like, kind of transport himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas the heat miser, like, he can just heat things up. Yeah, he just creates fire and destroys things. Yeah. He's, he's more of a... But their two... <clears throat> their songs together... Are fantastic. I, Absolutely. Those are my favorite songs to ever come out of any of these movies. Yeah. And I actually want to be heat miser for Halloween next year. Great. So I'm going to be working on that costume. I don't participate in Halloween anymore, but <clears throat> you should get a snow miser. Well, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on yeah, it. Yeah, I've already got the red hair. That's true. So, it definitely works. But the, their songs are just my favorite. Yes. I will break out in them at yes, any Yes, I regularly, like, sometimes in the summer, I'm just like, I'm oh, Mr. Heat Miser. Because it's so Mr. hot. Mr. Sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're the best. You just, like... Also, I'm, no one really uses the word clutch <clears throat> anymore, and I enjoy that word. Yeah. It starts to melt in my clutch. I'm too much. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Would you like to know the most festive moment from that movie? The most festive? I kind of want to guess what's the most festive. Is it when Mrs. Claus tries to dress up as Santa Claus? No, but this does mention why is Mrs. Claus so chummy with Mother Nature? I don't think they've ever met before that moment. I think Mother I, Nature's just like a cool lady. And you like just, she, you I just think Mother all Nature, want to be friends with her? Yeah, she's a hippie. But then she gets real harsh on her kids. She's like, boys, behave. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, like they were having a old. moment. Yeah, but they're grown men. They were not in behaving. In this universe. And <clears throat> they were not behaving like grown men. They were like, oh, I want it to smell. In yeah. Southtown. Yeah. Smell in Southtown. No. Also, how do you mistake a reindeer... For a dog. That is the most what the F moment, ironically. Yeah. You put, yes. you caught one. I'm yes. so proud of you. They put brown socks <laughs> on top of a reindeer's antlers and called it a dog. They did. Poor Vixen. She was just a baby reindeer. She she got she deserved better. And then they sent her to the pound. <clears throat> they did. Santa Claus gets her out. As he does. And then doesn't tell the elves. <laughs> So they still go on yes. this like magical adventure to Obviously. the heat miser and, and mm-hmm. the snow miser. And Santa's just hanging out at home with Vixen, like, oh, she's fine. Yeah, no, it's got, I got it, guys. <laughs> I Don't got worry. It. No, I handled it. First like, whatever. Of all, Santa just paid the fine. Yeah. He paid to get her out. Does Mrs. Claus not have money? I, Mrs. <laughs> Claus. Is she not on the payroll? There was a lot of questions about Mrs. Claus <laughs> in this movie. I don't, I guess not. I don't think she's on the payroll. She really needs to, like... She's got to, you know... Yeah. She's important in this situation. She's, she's got to get it together. She does. Justice yeah. for Mrs. Claus. That is a what-the-f moment. Yes. The most <laughs> festive moment, you did not guess, but it not. was when Santa rode his sleigh somewhere other than the North Pole. Yes. <laughs> because he was riding it somewhere where there was not snow. Yes, in Southtown. Yes. Also, the the biggest holiday point in that movie was, I don't know why, 
But there was a palm tree wrapped in Christmas lights with a pentagram carved at its base. Wait, there was a pentagram. I missed it? That's correct. You missed the oh, pentagram. Oh, that's such a creepy little Easter egg. Very weird, yes. Anything badass. What are you guys doing? <clears throat> Living their best lives. <laughs> As Satanists. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Palm tree loving Satanists. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yay. What's the next movie? Number five. Rudolph's <gasps> Shiny New Year. That's a good one, too. Yes, I know this is not technically a Christmas special, but having Rudolph save the day is at least a little festive no matter what time of year it is. And Santa's in it. In this doozy, it's a doozy, Rudolph has to save Baby New Year, I remember this movie, Mm -hmm. when, like, a certain someone we know, he runs away after being mocked for his birth defect. Yes! Unlike Rudolph, Baby New Year's nose is perfectly dull. Rather, he has unnaturally large ears. What makes this special particularly disturbing is that it ends with Rudolph telling Baby New Year that he shouldn't get mad at people for laughing at him, but instead he should be thanking them for their cruelty. What someone should have told this kid is that they have surgery for that now. Hide your shame, Baby New Year. <laughs> oh my goodness, whoever wrote this article would be ashamed of themselves. I don't think they are. Oh. No, I don't think so at all. Well, that poor baby, though, like, literally every time he takes his hat off. Yes, everyone makes it. It's just like that boy, 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 boy yeah. noise. And everyone <laughs> like, just he's starts like a jack in the box. up. And he just looks so sad. And he's supposed to be, like, two months <clears throat> old at the time. So I don't really know yeah. how he gets it. But he's it. talking. Does he talk? I don't he think he does. He makes, like, babbling noises. Maybe. He's like, <laughs> but he's, like, understanding what Rudolph says. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he is, like, the, the yearly baby. Uh, whatever they call him. I guess. Baby. Baby New, New Year. Year. Baby New Year. Baby New Year. That's it. Baby New Year. Baby New Year. And he, <clears throat> I don't know how he gets from island to island. Every single island is a year. Yeah. And then there's that giant bird that's flying around. Yes. We do Eon. love birds on this podcast. His name is e. <laughs> We love birds on this podcast. <laughs> not in this household. No, um, not specifically at this counter we're sitting. <laughs> birds are not welcome here. Not welcome here. But that Eon bird is terrifying because it wants to capture and steal the baby away from everyone. Yes. It's, it's, it's kind a of weird a weird I think movie. it's one of the scariest ones, not going to lie. It's creepy. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the most festive moment is? Because it made me laugh. Most festive moment? I don't know. It wasn't very festive, I'm going to say. No, it's not. It's at the very end of the movie when <laughs> Rudolph blows the fourth wall to smithereens. Stares right at the camera and wishes you a shiny new year. Shiny new year. Aw, he's so sweet. Speaking of shiny. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I think we should talk about what you gave me for Christmas briefly. I gave you a great present for Christmas. I was... is I, I'm a very difficult person to shop for, and I can appreciate that. Well, I am too, so I understand. Yes, but you really crushed it. I knocked it out of the park. Nailed it. Like, I am so impressed. You can say I flushed it down the toilet. But in a good way. You you flushed it. You <laughs> flushed it. Um, so this this Christmas is brought to you by Bidets. It's specifically Tushy. Tushy. Which I purchased Kathleen's Christmas present yes. from. I got her a Tushy Bidet. She did. Um, the classic style, you know, the regular. As you do. Yeah. Yes. But also the travel one. Yes, it came <laughs> with a travel bidet for those who poop on the go. Which I do, so that's so exciting. It's, yeah, it's some, and you know, a T-shirt that says "Ask me about my butthole." Yes, which you can do. Which you, you anyone can do at any given moment, but it's don't, usually frowned upon. Yeah, so I the mean, I don't know of, how I would respond to your questions about it. 
but I'm willing I really to hope talk if you're about wearing poop. the t-shirt. I will prepared. answer the questions. You're yes. prepared for that. Yes. And I'm also prepared. you've also prepared by using the tissue. Oh, absolutely. I am You just feel fresh As soon as we're done with this, I'm 100% installing that in the bathroom. Yes. I can't wait to absolutely. hear how it goes. I'm so excited <laughs> about it. I'm so glad that it came up when I was reading about the word shiny because I was like shiny hiney. Shiny hiney. <laughs> Too good. Which, like, the, the marketing people for these companies are just top-notch. I kept seeing ads for it on Instagram, and I couldn't yeah. figure out why, and then I was like, it was just meant to be. It was. It was meant to be. I buy everything on an Instagram ad that I see now. <laughs> That's how they get you. It is. Their My personalized wrapping paper. just knows who you are. Oh, yes. I want to commend you on <clears> your personalized wrapping thank paper. You. If anyone has <laughs> ever felt like their gifts were not special enough mm-hmm. when presented to someone. That's correct. Uh, please take Kathleen's lead and put your own face <laughs> on the wrapping paper because it, was a big it will hit. really take the gift home. It really did. Like, it was a big hit. Everyone, everyone was photographing it. Yeah, everyone was sharing it. Yes. It's really actually great podcast promotional material. You should have put a hashtag on there. I should have. Next year we're putting a hashtag Next year. On. Oh, because we will be doing hashtag that again next year. Hashtag grandma got run over by a podcast. Hashtag grandma got run over by a podcast. We're going to sell friends. our own wrapping paper next year. Oh my year. goodness. T-shirts and everything. We're going to have some podcast merch. Yes, we are. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what. Maybe like bidets. Personalized bidets. Per- personalized travel bidets. That sounds good. I agree. On to the next movie. (laughs) It is a good stocking stuffer. The next one is Jack Frost. I don't like this one. I didn't like it either. Nearing the absolute maximum threshold for strange, vaguely European mythical spirits and the dark magic they wield, Jack Frost is certainly more screwed up than it is festive. Exactly. Jack, who controls all things chilly, lives inside a cloud with so many different types of pixie and elf that there isn't enough room here to name them. To make matters even weirder, Father Winter, who may or may not have fathered Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Fan theory pending. That's, well, a, that's, that's interesting. That's a rough theory, because how can Jack Frost control all things cold and snowy, but then you've also got Snow Miser? Did, like... Yeah. Did Snow Miser... Are they twins? Is, gone, is he gone now? <clears throat> is, he, is it his alter ego? When he like he's like, I'm a twin, oh. but I don't want to be a twin. Like, I'm my own person oh, as well. That's interesting. Like, they could be fraternal twins. Interesting. <laughs> but Father Winter tells Jack that if he manages to collect a laundry list of material possessions and also make it in the sack with stop-motion Farrah Fawcett by the time <laughs> spring rolls around, he'll turn human and escape the eternal misery of having to make winter happen. It's almost like he's cursed. It is a curse. I think it's a curse. Yeah. Even in the Santa Claus movies... Like, Jack Frost was just miserable. I never got Jack Frost. He never resonated with me. I was like, why does he have to be running away from something? Isn't that what the holidays are not about? I got too real there. <laughs> well. <laughs> what is he running away from? Let's the unpack say? that. Let's unpack that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, it's not festive so, at all, right? The festive, festive moment. moment. Yeah, I just read it. It's wild. The impoverished residents of a European village are too poor to afford gifts for one another, so they give each other imaginary presents and force themselves to act excited. This is absolutely more depressing than it is festive. There's not a lot to work with here. That is so sad. That's like, like, 
the worst version of your grandparents telling you that they had to walk uphill both ways. They're like, when I lived in the impoverished European Europe, countryside, like vaguely European countryside, we, we pretended to we get pre- gifts and be happy. Yeah, it was all Enjoy fake. your iPads. <laughs> Enjoy your iPads. What is this Apple Watch? The biggest what the F moment? The primary villain is a crude Russian stereotype. He is also a gifted genius of mechanical engineering. He is eventually killed by the film's quote-unquote hero. They kill him? They do kill him. No wonder they don't show that one on TV anymore. Yeah, I, I've seen that one like maybe once or twice. I feel like I don't ever see that. Like you It was not a good that. one. No. 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 Not a good one. Sorry, the next Jack one's Ross. cute, though. You've been outdated. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Number three. Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that He looks that so one. sad in the picture. He looks like Eeyore, but skinnier. <clears throat> and longer ears. I do love well, his Well, he ears. is the long-eared donkey. Well, obviously. <laughs> he's just like a reindeer with a yeah, red nose, I but mean, he's a donkey with some long ears. Right? Isn't that kind of the... Yeah, he's, he's a donkey. He has long ears. These ears are perfect for shielding Mary... The, oh, right. the this, virgin this mother a, of like Jesus. Yes, yes, this is one. This is in the vein of the little drummer boy. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> you have to. I will. These long ears are perfect for shielding Mary's distended uterus from inclement weather. I'm sorry, distended, distended uterus? uterus? Who wrote this? I said gentrified <laughs> twice, but they wrote distended uteris, so they I'm calling did. them out. They did. How rude. I remember watching this movie like last year and just staring at the TV like, wow, what am I watching? Yeah, some of these is like, why did these get made? But this is very high on the list. Like, I don't think this is. They're ranking it up there. Yeah, it's a high one, but like, the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser is the best one. 100%. Absolutely. So, the most festive moment. Oh boy, this is tough. Oh no. I guess there's a happy ending. <laughs> Question mark. There is no festive moment. <laughs> there's none. It's just a sad it's just a descended years. <laughs> the biggest what the f moment? The whole thing? Uh, well, outside of the whole thing, Nestor's mother literally dies on top of him. Oh my god. After freezing to death. I remember that. This is not hyperbole. Oh my god. A mother dies on top of her infant's son. Yeah, I remember this. Like, Why? it was a weird one, and I don't understand what the thought process was. And again, they do not play this one very often on TV. No, but they do still play it on TV, because I definitely have seen it within the last year. I guess it's like the paranoid guy in a Disney movie, right? <clears throat> but never, like, directly on top of them. Bambi's mom was sad. That was. But that was, like, the worst of the worst. It was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. R.I.P. Bambi's mom. Now I'm sad. It's Christmas and sad. We have two more movies. We do! Number two. <laughs> Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. I always forget about this one, too. I haven't seen this one in a long time. Same. Well, there is another evil snow-themed warlock. Why are the bad guys always snow-themed? This time, the Winter Bolt. I don't know, but that makes an argument for the Heat Miser being good. Better than the Snow Miser. A beautiful light goddess provides children with sombering messages that all things must come to an end. Morbid. Before literally dying. Oh, fun. Yeah. Merry Christmas. 
Rudolph has an evil twin that frames him for embezzlement. Winterbolt has a gun thrown, not fired, at him by Ethel Merman <laughs> and turns into a tree. Oh, and Frosty the Snowman's family melts. Okay, so Even this, the children. This film is when all <clears throat> of the writers at Lincoln Bass did Molly and stripped <laughs> and they were like, what can we do for a Christmas movie this year? In what, July. Was this, was this like 76? Was this I don't have the, the year on this one. I but it, I do think it's a later one. I do The animation know. looks different. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's like slightly more updated, right? Yes. The most festive moment while you're Googling the year. I'm going to, yeah. I suppose Rockin' Round the Christmas Tree is appropriate, an appropriately festive song. It is. I do love that one. It is a great song. This was 79. Okay, yeah. This was late. It was almost the 80s. Yeah. The the 70s were a wild ride. (laughs) The biggest what the F moment. Mm -hmm. We kind of went over it already. Did I forget to mention that Frosty, his wife, and two beautiful children die? Yeah, they melt, right? They do melt, yes. Oh. November 25th, 1979. That was rough. Oh, yeah, and there weren't any for, like, three years. Because Rudolph's Shiny New Year was 76. Yeah, like, it kind of... I think that they, like, came back and they were just like, you know what, we'll try one more time. (laughs) And the people were like, and you did not have to... drugs while we do it. (laughs) You did not have to try one more time. You could have just left it as it was. We were good. We were were good. Thank you. Thank you so much. However... It was the end of an era. The end of a decade. <laughs> like the this. end of an era. And number one? And number one. Drum roll, please. See? That year I had drums. Played off. Yeah. The life and adventures of Santa Claus. The picture is horrifying. Ooh, and I don't remember this at all. I do recall <clears throat> that scary monster with, like, the prongs coming out of his face. Yes. He's terrifying. For sure a troll. A troll. <laughs> this is far and away the most screwed up Rankin Bass special. Yeah. The story's framing device is that a council of omnipotent spirit lords must debate whether or not they should make Santa immortal as he waits on his deathbed. Oh my god. What follows is the most divergent Santa Claus origin story in recent memory. What? Apparently, good old Saint Nick was raised by a magical lion in the enchanted forest that lies behind beyond this earthly realm. I'm sorry, so they're just completely negating their original origin story. Correct. And just making up a new one for Fuzzies. That's correct, yes. Okay. Apparently, Santa had to fight a race of children-hating demons before he could get the whole Christmas thing started. An entire race. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the pitch meeting for Life and Adventures went a little something like this. Hey Rankin, yes babe, how do we spice up the story of Santa Claus for today's young audience? I'm not sure. What if we have Santa fight a war against invisible eldritch horrors over the right to give toys to other people's children? Sounds great. I'll grab the puppets. I'm in. Oh my gosh. There was a lot of drugs at this time. There had to be. It was 85 when this one came out. I just yes, looked it up was because years I later. was like, what would make it so dark? And it was the 80s. Like, the 70s were over. They did all their yeah, drugs. They did all the drugs. And, and then they are starting to calm down. They're in the 80s like, like we, gotta get uh, we gotta give some substance to this yeah, thing. No. And instead, they gave Santa <clears throat> life and adventures. No. They suggest that, that your uncle talking about his colonoscopy over Christmas dinner is more festive than this movie. 
the biggest what the f moment. Mm-hmm. Santa is kidnapped and tortured by a race of invisible demons. The king of these demons is later vaporized by a magical axe. Children have nightmares about this well into their forties. <laughs> I probably will. I'm gonna. I am hundred percent gonna rewatch this. I don't. I like. I think myself. I watched this one for like five minutes, and I was like, "Why? Why?" They went off the rails. Yeah, they oh, wait, they jumped the shark. Number one. Yeah. In their ratings, or is this just like so? Based on the title of this. Oh, okay. Article. It is. The most appropriately festive to totally effed up. Okay, that makes a lot more so sense. So it is the most okay. effed up. So I did watch the super festive ones You first, did. But you went Rudolph the rain. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's very festive. Is the most festive. I would say so. Yeah. And the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser, fourth most festive. Wow, they're my favorite. It's my favorite. Like, hey, mister. Like, those I are the best ones. Mr. Heat Miser, I miss da-da-da-da. Well, you just want to, like, tap dance and have a top hat. It is. And then they have those tiny little <clears throat> versions of him dancing along yes. with the hats, and mm-hmm. they have the sticks. They're doing, like, a full Broadway They dance. are. Oh, absolutely. They're going it's all like, out. And they're just it's like 42nd Street. I'm pretty sure they, like, just turn into flames randomly at they one do. point. Well, obviously, because he's the heat miser. Yeah. And then, of course, they bring in Mother Nature, who... As you do. Maybe is married to Father Winter. Well, that is the speculation on the internet. That's an interesting theory. The I do want to... The fan theory. I do want to look into that theory a little yes, bit more. I believe I read that on Reddit because the other day. if Heat Miser and Snow Miser are twins, fraternal twins, yes. and he's like... <clears throat> and Jack Frost is somewhere related Jack to Frost is like the Snow Miser's alter ego. Possibly he has a split personality. He could be bipolar. Hey! hey! <laughs> Okay, mental illness is not a joke. I'm sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> it was a good one, though. It was funny. No. What's your favorite Christmas movie of all? My I mean, favorite. I know you did a podcast about this, but... I have done multiple podcasts about this. <laughs> um, I, so I've been teetering back and forth this particular Christmas season mm-hmm. between Elf and the Santa Claus movies. I think mm. the Santa Claus 2 is my favorite of the three. Yeah, Middle Children. But I really love Elf. Elf is a classic. I feel like... And also Jingle All the Way. No, I've never actually watched that. No. Yeah, I know. I'm ashamed. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. Yeah, that's a, quite a combination. Yeah. There's that one toy I'm that just... they want, right? That's the premise Turbo of Man. Turbo Man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Christina, mm-hmm. we've talked about all the all oh, the claymation stop the action. The classics. It is time now for you to answer the five questions I ask everyone. Okay. On every podcast. We'll see how ready I am. Number one. What is your favorite thing about Christmas? My favorite thing about Christmas is giving people presents. And yeah, like a bidet. Like a bidet. I just it truly brought joy to my life. I I do I love bringing joy to people's lives. You know, I'm more joyous now. I love finding the things that I know people enjoy, and then thinking of something that might be a little bit out of the box Mm -hmm. that they don't already have. That's correct. That they can use because while I understand gift cards are like perfect for everyone, it just feels like there's a little bit more effort that I want to put into it. I agree. That's my favorite part of Christmas. Giving Gift giving. Gifts. That makes sense because you and Julie are such good friends, and Julie's favorite part of Christmas is receiving gifts. Yeah. <laughs> We're the perfect match. Yes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love that for you. Number two. Mm-hmm. What 
is your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song. Oof. It's got to be Christmas wrapping. Yes, by the waitresses. By the waitresses. I Such a good song. Freaking love that. That is my song. second favorite Christmas song. I I have a Christmas music playlist <clears throat> that I created mm-hmm. on Spotify mm-hmm. and it's about almost 4 hours long as it should be. And Christmas rapping is on there five different times. It's a great so song. So that it will keep repeating. It should, because you don't want to miss it. Well, and it's a short one, you know? It it's is. not too long. It's it, quick. It's, not, yeah. it's upbeat. It's a great story. There's a good, yeah, there's a I happy love, ending. I love a Christmas song that happens in a grocery store. a bunch of sass. There and, it is. And the cranberry. His car wouldn't go. We forgot cranberry, too. They forgot the cranberry sauce. Always forget the cranberry. And they're, they're eating, they're, it's so depressing at times, because it's like, she's like, whatever, I'll just be by myself again. And she's like, whatever. But Christmas by myself this It's year. fine, but you know what? She's comfortable in that. And that, she's not worried about no, it. No, she's, she's not. She's confident. That's we, the perfect time. We respect time that. Absolutely. To, to figure out who you need to be with. Absolutely. At the grocery store. We stand a cranberry sauce for getting queen. Yep. We do. Absolutely. I love that so much. Great answer. <laughs> Number three. What is your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie. That's a tough one. I kind of want to say The Year Without Santa Claus. Just because of the yeah, Snowmizer. The Snowmizer. They are great. Because... They're my absolute favorite. I do love And them. every time that song comes on, I'm just filled with joy. And you want to tap dance with a top hat. Yeah. Like and then you everyone around me is embarrassed, and I don't care. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that for you. Thank you. Number four. What kind of cookies do you leave out for Santa? I don't typically anymore. When we were kids, we used to leave the little cream cheese cookies with the... I don't know what this is. You've never had those? I don't like the cream, cream cheese. Oh, they don't really taste like cream cheese. Yeah. It's like a cheesecake cookie. Yeah. And you put the little sprinkles on it, the, uh-huh. the red and white, red and white, red and green, the sugar sprinkles on it before you bake them, and then the, they're just all nice, soft, and chewy. They're perfect. You, I'll, I'm making beautiful. them tonight. I'll bring you some. That would be great. Thank don't you. Don't worry. Me and my mom will have them. We got your back. And then, you know, the classic chocolate chip. Cause, I love a chocolate chip cookie. You have to leave milk. You do. So Santa's got to have the perfect mm-hmm. cookie for milk, yeah. which is chocolate chip. So you did not leave anything for the reindeer? Oh, we absolutely. They were on their own? No, oh, we, okay. you asked about Santa. I know, I'm just clarifying. <laughs> no, we left carrots for the reindeer. Okay. They got big carrots. Like full-size carrots? Mm-hmm. Baby carrots? Big carrots. Full-size oh, carrots. Because they're big reindeer. Reindeers and are And they're big. working a lot. They are. Reindeer are huge. They need their energy. I watched Poor a Santa video. just works them all night long. I know. How many? How long does Santa apply for? You it's about the... 24 hours. He delivered 5 billion gifts he yesterday. He pulled an all-nighter. He pulled an all-day all and all-nighter. Yeah, it was nuts. I followed Props him. Santa. I was tracking him all day yesterday. <laughs> I, I knew when he From was From Australia here. all the way around the world. Yeah, he was in Kazakhstan. He was going to Ecuador to see Antonia. Oh, he sweet. was all over the place yesterday. Number five. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Do I have anything that I'd like to promote? Your I Instagram, mean, something you feel strongly yeah. about. Your favorite candy. What you wanted for Christmas. <laughs> I just want to promote that. World peace. Sure. <laughs> Fine, world peace. How hipster are we going here? Oh, we're going real deep here. <laughs> real deep into Williamsburg. No, I'd like to promote... Can I promote my dog's Instagram? Sure. <laughs> my, my dog's a jerk. 
Um, but he's really <laughs> cute, and sometimes I take pictures of him, and he's handsome. And I think everyone should love him, even though he just wants you to love him from afar. Yeah. Are you going to give he's people his, his Instagram It's, it's Rory. <laughs> Rory underscore monster. R-O-R-Y underscore monster. That's pretty much it. He's a good dog. He is a good dog, unless there's another dog around. Yeah. And then he goes batshit crazy. He'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he needs, you know, he needs your space. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well, we did it. We did We recorded it. the podcast. Fantastic. Thank you for having me, Up Kathleen. Top. High five. Thank you for bringing the podcast to life, in You're theory. Because we can all blame this on you. Yeah, that everyone can just blame everything on me. Yes. This is the last podcast of 2019, so we also have to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. And I think we're going to keep it going. We're going to... We're going to continue podcasting into 2020. Yep. And you should make this a yearly tradition, I think. Yeah. I think we're going to go monthly from okay. January through it's like to September. That sounds good. And then once the Hallmark Channel starts Christmas, oh boy, we're going to start going back to weekly Christmas podcasts. That's the Christmas season. And we're going to get everyone on again. Guest stars. Absolutely. Who knows who could be on Who here? knows? Honestly, the podcast could take off. We yeah, could have Taylor Swift as a guest. Taylor Swift could be a guest. It could be. She was the be. queen of Christmas. Mariah. Mar- <gasps> Mariah. Mariah is the queen and Michael that, that, Buble is the king. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be a big get. Yeah. We're going to have to work on Michael. We're going to have yeah. to work on him. I don't know that that would be great because it would just be me very nervous going like, hi. Well, you know what we'll do is hi. we'll set this up beforehand so you don't yeah. know who it is. Oh, yeah. That'll go well. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't notice his voice like at all. like a surprise. <laughs> surprise is Michael Buble. Surprise bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> what? We'll, we'll see. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll work on my connections. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next year. Yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho.